Today is the 17th Sunday after Pentecost. The Mass that is being offered is taken from the Feast of the Most Holy Rosary, which feast is this Friday, October 7th. The Epistle for the Feast of the Most Holy Rosary is taken from the Book of Proverbs, Chapter 8. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his ways, before he made anything from the beginning. I was set up from eternity and of old before the earth was made. The deaths were not as yet, and I was already conceived. Now, therefore, ye children, hear me. Blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, and that watcheth daily at my gates, and waiteth at the posts of my doors. He that shall find me shall find life, and shall have salvation from the Lord. In the Holy Gospel. It's taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 1. At that time, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel being come in said unto her, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Who having heard was troubled at this saying and thought with herself what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of David his father, and he shall reign in the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How shall this be done, because I know not man? And the angel answering said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. And therefore also the Holy which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also hath conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her that is called barren, because no word shall be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to thy word. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. He that shall find me shall find life, and shall have salvation from the Lord. These words are taken from the epistle from the Feast of the Most Holy Rosary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, I would like to tell you about a story that happened in 1934. This story was later related in the 70s, in an interview with a certain Miss Genevieve Slack. And in the interview, Genevieve tells of the night when she was out at sea on a cruise somewhere near the Jersey shore. 
and the large steamer, the cruise ship she was on, the SS Morro Castle, caught on fire. She said it was a terrible disaster, sending many to death by fire and water. Miss Genevieve tells the story that she was about a week into her relaxing vacation trip when one night, as she remembered it, around 2.30 in the morning, she was woken by a loud siren. She recounts in the interview, she said, I awoke the two women, her friends, who were in the cabin with me and stumbled out of the cabin. And by that time, the cabin was already filled with smoke. I saw the steward knocking on all the doors along the passageway and hurriedly handing out life preservers. She said men and women were hysterical. Everyone was rushing about in panic, crying out, where will we go? And no one seemed to have any answers, she said. No one was there to direct the passengers. Genevieve said that the smoke made it very difficult to breathe and that she and her friends made it through the rough smoke-filled passageway out onto the deck. And as they rushed out onto the deck, she said that what she saw was the most terrible sight. Towering flames sweeping back and forth, growing with each gust of wind. And she said the sound of the burning, crackling beams of wood and the rushing roar of the air was almost deafening. However, she noticed, of course, that when she was on the deck, it was too hot to stand on, with the flames growing under, under the floor and all around. So the passengers had no choice but to leap into the ocean. It's about an 80-foot jump into the ocean from the railing from the deck, uh, into the ocean where swimming would be very, very difficult. Many of the passengers, including Genevieve, uh, made it to the rail, but were afraid to jump until finally one of the other passengers, a girl, led the way and made that leap. And some of the other passengers followed while others were too afraid to jump. Genevieve said she took off her shoes and had to almost climb over the heads of the people to get to the rail in order to make that jump. And she described the flames sweeping across the blistering deck and of the solid wall of fire eating its way nearer and nearer as the passengers huddled together. It's interesting, as she was telling the story, she said, even in the midst of this chaos, Genevieve said that a certain lady nearby cried out, let us pray. And many of the passengers, now face to face with almost certain death, either by the searing flames or by the leap into the ocean swells, they knelt on the burning decks in supplication to their creator before leaping over the rail. Genevieve said that she could see people all around her, all around her getting down on their knees looking heavenward, their lips moving in prayer. 
Genevieve herself dug her rosary from her purse, and she knelt on the deck and breathed a few Hail Marys before jumping overboard. I had my rosary in my hand, she said. As I leapt into the water, I clung tightly to my beads. And jumping from the rail about 80 feet, as I said, as soon as she hit the water, she sunk deep into into the water, what seemed like forever, until she finally surfaced the water, gasping for air. But she was still clutching her rosary. For seven agonizing hours, she managed to keep afloat, which even with a life preserver, this is incredible. And she continued in the interview that the rosary beads were parted by the salt water. And one by one, the beads began to slip away. Until soon, she said, I had only the crucifix in my hand. She managed to keep afloat until finally another rescue ship fished her out of the raging waters. And when the rescuers pulled her, pulled her up out of the water, her body was very cold and shaking after being in the water for seven hours. She could hardly breathe. And her rescuers later testified that that metal crucifix, the metal crucifix of the rosary, was literally embedded in the flesh of Genevieve's hand. And when she was finally able to speak, this young lady exclaimed, I would have given up, I would have quit, if it had not been for my trust in the Most Holy Rosary. And she ended the interview with the words, I always knew that the Blessed Mother would help me. I found this story in a catechism storybook, and doing more research, I found that uh, interview of Genevieve in an old magazine article. Quite an amazing story. But my dear faithful, life is like that. Life is a sea. And for many, especially living in the world we live in today, it is a very stormy sea. We have, all we, we have all we can to, to keep our heads above the water, physically, financially, and even especially spiritually. But even still, how often are we washed about by the almost overwhelming waves of illness, by those temptations that bombard us, the world, the flesh, and the devil? How often are we washed about by disappointments when things don't go our way? Setbacks, the almost sucking overtone today of discouragement. With the media, the evil men of the world, and the devil know what they're doing. They are striving to wear down our spirits, surrounding us with anxiety and heartbreak. They are trying to fill our hearts with anxiety and discouragement so that we forget to trust in God, so that we forget that God is in control. St. Augustine in his great wisdom even says that the devil 
if the devil does not succeed in getting a soul to fall into sins of the flesh, then the devil will do all in his power to overwhelm that soul with anxiety and discouragement. And so we are often tempted to give up, to cease swimming, and to, so to speak, go under. But my dear faithful, of course, we must always remember that in our struggle, we are never alone. There is someone who can and who will help us. Someone who is all-powerful at the throne of God, who is herself the mother of God, and our mother too. That is, of course, our own blessed mother, the star of life's sea. And my dear faithful, what a good, loving, and most beautiful mother she is. How much she really and truly cares for us. And the church, of course, considers our mother's rosary so important, so valuable and helpful, that she sets aside a special feast of the most holy rosary, October 7th, which we celebrate this Friday, and which we are celebrating today with Mass. And the church also sets aside the entire month of October as a time to pay special attention to praying the rosary. It is a time, my dear faithful, to renew and increase our devotion to this favorite prayer of Our Lady. It is the prayer that Our Lady requested us to pray at Lourdes and Fatima. And my dear faithful, what a powerful prayer the Most Holy Rosary is. St. Louis de Montfort has such confidence in the Rosary that he says if you say the Rosary every day, faithfully until death, St. Louis says, I do assure you that despite the gravity of your sins, you will receive a never-fading crown of glory no matter what sins you have committed in life. He says that even if you are on the brink of damnation, that even if you have a foot in hell, even if you have sold your soul to the devil as sorcerers do who practice black magic, he says even if you are a heretic as obstinate as the devil, Sooner or later, you will amend your life and save your soul if you say the Holy Rosary every day with devotion. These are amazing words, my dear faithful, and that is how powerful the Rosary is, and how, as St. Pius X says, it touches the heart of the Mother of God. And so, my dear faithful, take time to pray your rosary each and every day, to say the family rosary, to examine yourself even during Mass today to see if you are faithful to praying the rosary, and ask during Mass for those graces to pray the rosary more lovingly. Like Genevieve, who kept on struggling because she trusted and hoped in her most loving mother, 
we too must keep on struggling against the waves of misfortune, the waves of sickness and poverty, the whisperings, the temptations of the devil. St. Louis de Montfort says that when the rosary is recited devoutly, it helps to, to purify our soul and to even wash away sins. It gives us victory over all of our enemies. And it helps, it makes it easier to practice virtue. Whether we struggle to practice purity, patience, or fortitude. And the rosary, of course, sets us on fire with love for the most sacred hearts of Jesus and Mary. And of course, we must always remember, as a good priest once said, that the family who prays together stays together. And really, how important this is for us who live in a world that, re- that is really seeking to destroy the family. If we, my dear faithful, want our family united forever in heaven, and this is really what we all want, then we must make the rosary important in our own hearts and the hearts of our family. And so as the young lady Genevieve wrestled with almost overpowering ways the night of the terrible disaster of the SS Morrill Castle, so too must we come to grips with temptations, distractions, fatigue, illness, worry, and anxiety, as these are all part of life. But my dear faithful, let us have so much hope and confidence in Our Lady and in her most holy rosary, that the rosary with this crucifix will, so to speak, be embedded in our hearts. The rosary, as St. Louis de Montfort says, is the answer to all problems and any situations we may meet. And if we clutch closely and devoutly to our rosary, that is to pray lovingly each day, we, my dear faithful, can be sure that we will enjoy everlasting peace in heaven. May God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.